Today's Bible reading is Acts chapter 12. Uh, sorry, my voice is still a little struggling. <clears throat> um, so we see here uh, the main story that this chapter sent around is Peter being rescued uh, from prison. And we see that it is Herod. Now Herod is the title um, of the kings of this region. This is uh, Herod Agrippa I. He is uh, the grandson of the Herod that <clears throat> um, ordered in Matthew chapter 2 uh, that all the infant boys be slaughtered in his attempt to kill Jesus. Um, we also know through history that he is going to, he was friends with Caligula, which if any of you know, uh, Caligula was probably one of the worst, if not the worst, uh, Roman Caesar um, that there ever was. Uh, but we see here him grabbing Peter and putting him in church, uh, putting him in prison. And in verse six, that he's about to bring him out. Now that's not to release him. That is to kill him. Um, and then the angel rescues him. Now, a lot of people say, right? Like, um, you know, maybe it was a coincidence, right? Maybe the guards colluded. Well, later in verse 19, we see that all the guards and sentries are put to death. So if they're colluding with Peter, um, not the greatest way, not the best idea. Uh, and some people say, right, you know, how come God doesn't do things like this in my life? Well, it's because we're not in prison for the gospel. You know, for many of us, uh, I put myself in this category as well. We want to see the miracles of God without having the obedience to God, right? We think that the miracles are something that predicate obedience. And what we see all throughout Acts is that um, many of these miracles are actually the results of obedience, uh, that here is Peter thinking, well, you know, I'm done, right? I'm going to preach the gospel and I'm about to die just like my buddy Stephen. Uh, and the angel comes and rescues him and leads him to the house of Mary, uh, the mother of John Mark. And John Mark's going to be kind of a recurring character in the rest of Acts. Uh, <clears throat> and they are so amazed uh, that he's rescued. I mean, they're praying basically because they knew that he was about to die. He's about to be executed. And all of a sudden, he's here. He's so amazed that the servant girl um, doesn't even uh, know what to do. And I love that her name is mentioned here, uh, named Rhoda, uh, and that um, they come and his response is, tell these things to James and to the brothers, to the leaders of the church. And he actually still goes into hiding, right? Peter is emboldened, but he's not stupid. Uh, and we understand that he doesn't have uh, yet a direction from, from the Holy Spirit of what he's supposed to do. And so he's waiting. Uh, and... So Herod's upset. He's upset at the people of this region who have lost um, Peter, his prize captive. And so what they do is they ask for peace. They're trying to figure out how they can appease Herod. And it's interesting because verse 20 is very clear. Uh, their country depended on the king's country for food. So we see Peter being willing to die for the sake of the gospel. And we see here the, these nations that he's in, or that he's going to, who are willing to kill for the sake of their food. Um, <clears throat> and Herod, right, has got this great plan. He puts on his royal robes. He gets up. He starts to give a speech um, in a Roman, Greco-Roman society where speeches were, you know, the main thing. Uh, the people are shouting, the voice of a god and not of a man. Um, you know, I'm going to assume that they're giving him flattery. Uh, false flattery. 
and immediately an angel of the Lord <clears throat> struck him down because he did not give God the glory. So here we see the angel, an angel of the Lord, <clears throat> maybe it's the same angel, but we see an angel of the Lord rescuing Peter in the midst of his persecution and striking down the opponent in his persecution. Uh, <clears throat> and the word of God is increased and multiplied. You know, when we are um, wondering whether God is going to provide for us, whether God is going to protect us, when we are wondering um, whether or not we are going to survive if we really obey the Lord. I hope that you will remember his angels are with you. Um, and in Revelation, there is a picture of, uh, of 10,000 upon 10,000 angels uh, circling just the throne of God. And so while there are questions when we share the gospel that we must um, have discernment, just as Peter did, we mustn't forget that um, God is on our side and he has power. Uh, and so Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem and they brought back with them John, whose other name was Mark, whose house, right, they were in. And so we see the, the storylines of these two uh, different missionaries. They're both missionaries, Peter um, and Saul, uh, coming together here 